listening to Sports Radio Detroit. Welcome back to Grave Discussions. I am here with my good friend and co-host, the Great Dragon Samuel, uh-huh. and I am Barnabas. And welcome back, all you beautiful, treacherous listeners, to episode number twenty-two, where we're going to be giving our uh, discussion and review of a new horror film, Unfriended Dark Web. Yeah, we just saw this one. I believe it was last weekend, last weekend correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, we were going to do the episode a little earlier, but yeah. I got a little bug. Uh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I ate. Yeah, I don't know. Feeling great. Good, good. I am glad. I've been uh, wanting to talk about this movie. I let it all yeah. sink in for a minute. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely have, like, probably not that much of a different opinion as I did, like, when I left the movie, but, you know... But I, I still want to talk about it for sure, um, especially because it's like the hot horror movie out now. But uh, yeah, we apologize for the delay, guys, but there's nothing we can really do about it. Uh, but we are here now, and we're going to be following up with another episode in just a few days. Uh, but yeah, the the wait is worth it, trust me. Today's episode is going to be really good, actually. Yes. So we're going to start off, uh, as always, by giving a shout out to our incredible uh, hosts sports radio detroit yes yes the greatest radio network yeah. podcast anything to ever exist of all time and we would know because we've been here since all the time <laughs> uh-huh. so uh yeah shout out to them you can find uh, them on social media on uh, facebook and instagram uh just look up uh, sports radio detroit and then you can find them on twitter at sports radio det so Thank you to them. We're going to start off, as always, with uh, some news for you guys from the horror community. Uh, this one is is probably my Oh, man, my I was so happy about this yeah. because, like, dude... Okay, so apparently uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is getting a little TV show reboot. Yeah. And uh, I think it's going to be on Fox. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited because, like, I... For me, like, uh, hor- like Buffy and Angel and all that, like you know mm-hmm. the free cable yeah. <laughs> you know horror stuff is like the best because like you know us being you know 90s people yeah. for the most part you know uh i think that's that's one of the main reasons we're excited i don't think a lot of you know newer kids and shit are excited for mm-hmm. this but like people who watch this originally are like pretty geek yeah i mean yeah i know mostly people our age know about the show i don't know about like a younger audience but i feel it's still like pretty out there in terms of like pop culture it's it's you pretty know, cheesy though shit, like so. that's yeah I, mean, I don't know if people would relate to watching it now but yeah. i mean i still watch it i don't give a fuck oh yeah no i, I love the show like a lot remember that one episode with the with those like four or whatever like uh like gray floating dudes like those old men in the suits yeah <laughs> that shit honestly gave me nightmares as a kid like that episode is incredible no the one that gave me fucking nightmares is uh when buffy she was sick and she was in the hospital and mm. this demon was like sucking the life out of children and only if oh, they're yeah. sick and like i remember the scene where 
he takes out two of his like tubes and sticks it on a kid's <laughs> eyes and starts draining their life. I, I remember that when I was a kid. That shit fucked with me. I had yeah. nightmares that about that. That's brutal for like you know a show that's on like regular fucking cable. It really is. Yeah. Public access shit. So. Like kids were just dying and shit. Yeah. Like dude. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and the and the creature effects and stuff were actually like scary for that time. You know, so they were really yeah. good. But yeah, I'm so I'm glad. Um, the man himself, Joss Whedon, is coming back to executive produce this show um, along with uh, a bunch of other people and uh, it, it is going to be a new version um, and it says that it will be contemporary building on the mythology of the original so I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of changes in how the special effects are presented um, obviously, I think they're going to CGI slay the fuck out of it yeah that's my that's 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 my like you know worry about it especially with it being on Fox that's all they do and it's like super noticeable cgi usually you know like on those uh networks so uh i I don't know but it also says the plan at this time is for the new slayer to be african-american which is whatever i welcome that change for sure because it's always been i don't know if it's gonna fuck with uh you know the whole character of of who the slayer is supposed to be but obviously there's different slayers but if it's supposed to be like buffy the vampire slayer then I don't know if it would make a lot of sense, especially if they're trying to make her Buffy. But that's like a whole other topic. I don't want to get into it right now. Yeah, I don't care. I don't, but I don't really care. Yeah. Hey, whatever to piss off the racist. Who gives a <laughs> shit? Yeah, and, but I mean, I, you know, I welcome the change for sure. Um, I'm interested to see like how the characters are going to be developed and uh, presented, and yeah, mostly Bu- the effects. Because Buffy was like this suburban white chick. Yeah. You know, and she was just like that. That I think that was you know this whole like. Uh, I don't know, like reverse type of thinking and shit, you know, because normally you probably wouldn't be like the preppy, you know, like kind of ditzy, like blonde suburban yeah, now, teenage girl, yeah, right? now cheerleader it's probably, and shit. Now it's probably going to be like a, you know, like educated, tough, like a, yeah. like a, it's probably going to start off in like college because high school, mm-hmm. cause let's, let's be real. High schoolers can't fight vampires if they fucking exist. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. Well, she is supposed to be like, you know, the chosen one person, but... <laughs> Didn't Master I mean, break her? Like, I remember Master fucked her up. The oh, yeah, time. yeah. That's true, yeah, because that's... You know, they had to do that. That's how it is in, in these stories. Like, the, the oh, hero yeah. has to come in, you know, kind of confident, and then just get fucking their face smashed, and then they, like, work hard, and they overcome it at yep, the end. Like, that's how it is. Because every hero has that Vegeta from Dragon Ball yeah. Z complex in every movie. This, like, this one has is going to be the same. Like, we already know. Like, but. I can fight this demon. No, you fucking can't. <laughs> right? But, uh, I don't know. So, I, I'm really excited for that one. I don't know. I'm just excited to see where this whole thing is, like, going to go. I don't yeah. know if it's going to maintain the same story or everything, but I don't really give a shit about that. Like, mm-hmm. as long as they have Xander and, you know, everyone else on there. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think they're going to approach it, like, with completely new characters, but hopefully those characters still exist, like, if it's the, in the same, you know, universe yeah. or whatever. But we'll see. Um, on another note, we talked about this movie uh, fairly recently, but the Crow reboot apparently is no longer going to be happening. Yeah, because Momoa was like, I'm good. Yeah, yeah he did, he ended up, like, not wanting to do it. Uh, I think they were having, like, some kind of creative differences, him and, the, I believe, the director, uh, Corin Hardy and so that seems kind of petty to me like yeah who cares if you seemed excited to do it i mean it's like bro i know you got like creative differences and like you know you have to like you're like i guess the director has to be able to like well no he's not supposed to be able to anything you're supposed to he tells you who to be and Mm -hmm. you 
give your version of that like what what more are you yeah. trying to chime in on you're an actor i mean that's how actors Don't at those in. high levels are though like some of them you know like they really really think that because of their popularity they they get to kind of like you know direct themselves almost and shit like that's fine if you're the actual director and you're starring in it but yeah like kevin if you're smith not, like, yeah but if you're not i think that's a really fuck, douchey dude, thing i think direction. that's i think that's fucking douchey yeah i think so too i like, mean i don't give a fuck how good you are like I, I if, I, if i was a big time hollywood actor i'm trying to help i'm yeah. realistically i'm trying to help this movie and i'm trying to make it a big thing with yeah, everybody yeah. like i'm not going to hold my head higher than everyone else's yeah like, i mean some if, sort of fucking if, anybody, if anybody's going to try to change your vision somewhat it's going to be the fucking people who pay money f- to have this movie shot you know the producers like yeah i was going to say the, so the pro- if the producers don't like something or the, like i know like even like i would say the, yeah. the script writer too like has probably the biggest oh, i think I mean, the script, yeah. let's be real the script writer has the biggest say in everything yeah, if it's not a writer like, director then a you, writer you, you also shouldn't. has some say in it for sure yeah like i think writer director and producers yeah like the, the, but the, but usually that's like the only three that should be able to like be like hey guys yeah come on like usually that stuff doesn't happen during production though like if there's a right if there's a writer director kind of creative difference usually they'll try to settle it before actual like production begins on the yeah, movie but these fucking know? these fucking actor director yeah. writer difference like bro just act yeah no for real like if, you know if you're an actor and and if you didn't pay the director money to be in his film and you're an executive producer then just do your job like just act and i'm not trying to say come at this from like uh as a director myself but I mean, I think anybody with basic like move uh, knowledge of how the film industry works Bro, should that's like, understand that. That's like, like I get employed at like a Wendy's and I try to tell the yeah. manager how to do his job. Yeah, right. And it's like, bro, exactly. make the fucking chicken sandwich. It's like, like, yeah. So I don't know, man. Uh, honestly, I don't really care that it's no longer being done. I think there should only be the one original film, and that's it, because it's the best one. It's never going to be replicated. Yeah. Especially with uh, you know the guy passing away and everything. Exactly. So so i don't know but anyway moving on here's a cool bit of news that actually kind of relates to last week's focus which was horror video games oh yeah so uh yeah this is pretty cool there's a new documentary out about uh the silent hill video game franchise um and it's by this uh, channel on youtube called gamers except the a is a v so you can check it out i wasn't able to uh, edgy, watch bro. it but, right <laughs> like oh so clever <laughs> but uh yeah if you're a fan of the video game series or just a fan of horror in general i recommend you go check out the uh the youtube video it's called the rise and fall of silent hill so i just thought that was interesting because we're kind of coming off this uh, video game episode and actually today's episode kind of focuses on like technology kind of which I, I i didn't really like think about too much when i was putting the episode together but yeah um before we really get into that though just a couple trailer announcements the first one the biggest one and my one of my most anticipated movies coming out you nerd uh, yeah oh, i'm so excited for this godzilla king of the monsters the trailer i mean i'm gonna dope. go i'm gonna go i've seen okay. like since i was born like every godzilla movie and king kong movie that came out yeah like, yeah i mean those were like the main monsters i knew yeah, when i was like they're fucking four sweet. years old so yeah, as a ki- as I mean, as a kid, like that's all you want to see is giant robots or giant monsters fighting each other, or you know, a giant robot fighting a giant monster or something. So, yeah, I'm really excited for this one. Uh, the the new movie is supposed to have Godzilla fighting, you know, Ghidorah and Mothra and all that shit, um, to try to fucking save the world, I guess. <laughs> so uh, that one's cool. It's got 
um millie uh i forget her her full name i'm sorry but uh 11 from stranger things is going to be uh, starring in this one as well really yeah i don't know what role she's going to have in it because obviously honestly like in any godzilla movie you know like the the main human character or characters like i feel like they all take a back seat to uh to fucking the monsters because that's what the whole thing is supposed to be about you know like it, 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 i don't know like it kind of tries to make you relate to the people you know suffering this like catastrophe but, but the, we're, there's no we're, character we're, development we're there you know? to see the monster though yeah there's no character development or anything really so i mean there there was an attempt made in the one with um uh what's his name fucking walter white from oh okay Breaking Bad. yeah that one um I, i'm just forgetting every actor's name right now i'm sorry but, yeah i don't i don't remember names yeah <laughs> unless like um, i was like completely flabbergasted by them right yeah mickey rourke or somebody you know yeah but uh anyway yeah there's not really that much character development so it's gonna be all about the monsters and this one is gonna feature like all the monsters so i'm super excited for it um next up and i'm sorry the godzilla king of the monsters is gonna be releasing may 31st 2019 so be on the lookout for that one coming out this fall on youtube actually is a cool uh yeah i thought that was i thought that was weird as fuck yeah i mean youtube series are pretty like None of them are really done, like, I would say, like... Outstandingly Exactly, well exactly. Yeah. That's why I'm... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But actually, this one sounds kind of cool, because uh, it's going to be by the uh, director of Event Horizon, Paul W.S. Anderson. And he's going to be doing this YouTube series called Origin, um, starring Tom Felton and Natalia Tena. And it's supposed to be a 10-episode uh, series... It's supposed to be two series, I think, or something like that. And it's basically like a, a sci-fi series. Like, I don't know, maybe you can expand more on it, Sam. So, like, uh, there's, like, a bunch of ne'er-do-wells, you know. They're, like, I think they're supposed to be, like, people who have, like, a bad past. And they're trying to restart on a newly colonized planet. Uh-huh. And then, like, but they all get, they start getting paranoid about each other. And, like, there's some sort of threat against them and hmm. their lives are in apparent danger and it looks like in the trailer like some of them were attacking each other so i'm guessing mm-hmm. this is like a whole like uh like that one movie with uh the guy who played harvey dent oh yeah uh aaron eckhart yeah, yeah. i think that's uh no no it's actually with 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 joel from uh warrior you remember joel from oh uh, the Gift? yeah that yeah, one yeah, movie yeah. Joel edgerton, yeah. uh yeah joel edgerton uh where they where there's where there's apparently a threat but there ends up being no threat and the people just go mm. crazy and kill each other that's what oh is that it comes at night yeah i think okay, so yeah, or yeah. or uh they look like people that one too oh, like yeah. th- I mean, this might be that type of movie yeah. but just in space which would be yeah. fucking stupid <laughs> i mean it's i like, don't know sci-fi I mean, stuff look, can look, be like really hit or miss you know <laughs> i mean the only sci-fi part about this would be like them going into space well, but like you yeah. know what i'm saying I mean, it's like, all a different planet if, if they yeah but if they end up just killing each other over paranoia yeah, it's then it's, it's like one of those <laughs> it's just a fucking thriller right, like right. It's, yeah so i don't know we'll see but i'm kind of interested about it because i actually really liked event horizon that one actually featured like a lot more sci-fi elements it was set in the future and everything but uh it was a really good like psychological but also like really gory body body horror movie so if he brings any of like that to origin i think it could be really cool um but last up is a movie called what keeps you alive what keeps you alive is going to be coming out in limited theaters and on uh 
streaming platforms and video on demand august 24th 2018 it stars hannah emily anderson and Brittany allen who uh portray a married couple who goes out like to the to a cabin or something like that and then like they turn on each other yeah it looks like one of them's hunting the other because she was like i know these yeah. woods well right. she wasn't a redneck but you know like that that sounds like something a redneck would say yeah. i know these woods yeah. like the back of my hand like so it's like a yeah. just a female couple like and one of them i guess goes batshit crazy and mm. starts hunting the other one i wonder if it's going to be any kind of like high tension type shit you know because it's kind of like yeah, the vibe it was yeah. giving off almost i didn't even think about that yeah you're right yeah <laughs> I mean, that fucked with me. Yeah, me too, bro. I, but I mean, I don't know. Um, I guess we'll see. It definitely looks like it's going to be kind of a more psychological sort of thing because the one chick is just portrayed as absolutely like fucking bonkers. You yeah, know? she's out of her fucking mind. Yeah, I mean, I don't know the other one too, but yeah, so I think it's going to be like a cool kind of survival type movie, and it actually looks pretty like bloody. So um, I'm excited to see it, and uh, yeah, August 24th for that one. Moving on, though, we're going to get into our main three segments, and they're all kind of connected by this technology uh, theme, and you guys will you guys will know what we're talking about once we, once we discuss these movies. And the first one's going to come in a little segment we like to call The Cult Corner. <laughs> so this week's Cult Corner is about a film released in 1981. A gem. By Eric Weston called evil speak yeah and this was like big in like uh, it sounds weird it's it was big in small circles yeah uh it was banned in a few countries mm-hmm. uh like the uk was it where they were I think just so, like yeah oh, fuck this movie. yeah yeah it was because of the ending when he started decapitating everyone yeah Spoiler it was pretty alert. fucked up yeah <laughs> but uh well yeah they don't know who it was but yeah the the movie was labeled as a video nasty in the uk uh, which are always like really cool movies i think to find because yeah, like, like literally uh, it, f- it, it was like so like fucking blasphemous to people that yeah. it got banned basically it wasn't on like the level of like dead alive but it was still yeah. like it was still pretty like fucked up. it was still pretty bloody honestly like i wasn't expecting it you know super gi- given su- like most of the it movie was like, but it had like super 80s cheese like yeah there was like a <laughs> the character development was like i don't know it was just really like yeah dense i thought i thought for the main character i thought for the main guy it was pretty good it was all right it was but he did like i think the the cheesy like the cheesiness just made it seem like he really wasn't in dismay you know like the way he was acting my my only thing was that you know well i would have definitely thought that maybe he would overcome it somehow but he's like he gave into it like really hard you know yeah basically like this movie has like lots of themes of of satanism in it yeah especially it starts off right at the beginning where mm. a guy named like esteban gets like uh he gets exiled by like where where is it where is he in italy or some shit yeah uh, something like that in italy he gets exiled by like a fucking by like a priest or something yeah for you know being a black magic practitioner and uh yeah. they decapitate a girl and then like apparently he he uh he wrote down an inscription where when he will return mm-hmm. and uh our main character found this inscription and like translated over a computer yeah. stanley cooper smith yeah he's like a, he's like a bullied kid um at this uh, military academy or something like that i think and they end up in this like big church where all this like terrible satanic shit happened and yeah like you like you were saying he like finds this text and uh he translates it through a computer 
You know, it's their fault, though, like, yeah. not just for bullying him, but, like, if they never sent him to be a fucking lackey there, like, he would right, never yeah. have found that computer. No, that's true, yeah. And he I wouldn't mean, have been able to find those They definitely brought it on themselves. Yeah, everyone kind of did, big time. It kind of yeah. sucked how, like, I mean, you kind of feel for him, even though the acting is kind of me, but you kind of feel for him, yeah. like, because, like, he'll get bullied, and then, like, at the end of him being bullied... Like, one of the superiors would come up, what are you doing? You're supposed to be the... Right, like, right. he would always get shit on. Like yeah, that's, for how no it was, that's how it was in the 80s. Like, everybody... Everybody shit on you. It didn't matter if you were, like, a loner or if you had, like, an actual condition or some shit. They'd be like, hey, get your ass up, you know? And, like, what are you doing? Because they were cool with the fucking, you know, bad kids, basically. Because they would, like, sell them weed or, you know, like, blackmail them or so You know, whatever. Yeah. You know, that's how it was. It was fucked up. Yeah, we really talked weird. about even in the previous episode in the 80s when you get yeah. bullied like they would set you on fire and be like it's just a prank <laughs> yeah, bro right. yeah and, and then like uh the gym teacher would come out like hey why are you burning up all the grass kid he yeah like, didn't even try to fucking set you out or anything but anyway yeah he uh he accesses this like satanic text and stuff and basically uses the power to get to get revenge which is pretty fucked up but i mean like yeah you can kind of relate with him almost so i feel like his character development was pretty good yeah the whole like technology aspect behind it was uh was definitely like prominent i don't know i don't know how well placed it was but i mean because it was kind of just like a random thing like he very easily could have also just you know found another way to translate these pages or whatever or he could have like just found them written in i don't know english or some shit and uh and just summon the power like like that but it had to be a computer for some reason i think it was just like to portray him f- even further as like that loner kid like the yeah nerd. i think so yeah like oh well i guess if he's gonna do it it might as well just be through a computer because it's like his only friend or whatever you know yeah yeah so um so that was kind of interesting you know it, it's i feel like it's kind of atypical to like how we experience technology in like every other horror movie um but yeah, we'll probably talk more about that during our our main segment. But I like the movie overall. I mean, the climax was excellent. You know, very gory and shit. And I ca- uh, I, I kind of felt bad for the dog. <laughs> yeah. I feel like real uneasy when I see like a dog death in the movie because like yeah, I don't know. It just seems really like unnecessary. But I guess something <laughs> had to push him to that to that breaking point of like yo yeah i'm gonna kill everyone you know like oh yeah i mean the whole i mean it was kind of like carrie almost in a way except carrie wasn't really didn't have these technological elements but i mean the whole like you know point of his like character development and everything was kind of similar you know and then he gained these like supernatural abilities and shit so uh i really liked the lot like the shot of him at the end i don't want to spoil it but you know what i'm talking about yeah, yeah, that yeah. That was really cool. I thought when his face would change, though, it was kind of, like, bad. You know, when his, yeah. his face would change to Esteban's. Yeah. Yeah, I hate every time they try to, like, superimpose a person's face on another person's face and shit. Especially in the 80s, it just looks absolutely awful. So, they should have just fucking waited until, like, the, you know, just left it for for us in this day and age because it looks better. But, yeah, I mean, but, but whatever. But overall, I, I like the film. I definitely understand why it's a, a, a cult movie because not only was of the banning and you know the intense themes of like satanism and shit like that yeah um but i just think it, it's an effective you know like 80s horror movie like, i don't know i think it's fun um it's it's kind of a slow burn a little bit so that's kind of interesting because usually they're like really intense 
Uh, but once it gets going, like it's super fucking intense. Like you, you like the whole movie was just you waiting to see his breaking point, basically, yeah. and then yeah. then you, 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 you know what's gonna happen when you see them fucking with the dog, but you're like, yeah. please no. But then you're like, wait, I mean that has to be like what does it? Otherwise, what else can fucking happen to the guy? Right. Yeah. It was just fucked up. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, we got to see like a really bad side of these kids, and uh, you know, this guy just snapped. So he, he had enough, but yeah, I, I like the film overall. Um, I definitely think if you have not seen it, you should go check it out. It's on uh, Amazon Prime, I believe, right now. So um, yeah, I don't really have any more thoughts. I think it was done effectively, you know. Um, I, I definitely understand why it was banned, but you know, whatever. I don't understand because oh, dude, people in, in back in that day were. But it is America, all right. Freedom of religion is an apparent thing. Well, it was banned in the UK though. Fuck the UK. <laughs> I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, they still have a monarchy, so the queen probably saw it. You know, she was like, blasphemy! <laughs> and they just fucking banned it. They're going against Christ. <laughs> right. So, I don't know, man. But, yeah, people people back in that, they were really stingy, especially about religious shit, too. So, whatever. But, uh, I don't know. That's, that's really kind of all I have to say about it. Do you have any more final thoughts on Evil Speak? I think uh, this is a movie, like, you got to... You got to get drunk and eat Cheetos puffs on a Friday night yeah. to enjoy this. This is one of those, like, pull it off the shelf at a video store accidentally mm-hmm. and then realize that you found gold type movies. Yeah, for sure. Also, final thought. Do you realize that the main bully, the guy Bubba, was a uh, fucking, what was it, Bill on That 70s Show? It's the same guy. It's Bill? Yeah, Don Holy Stark. Holy shit, no fucking way. Yeah, bro. He looked like he was, uh, <laughs> oh, Bob, I'm sorry. Yeah, Bob. Bob yeah. yeah. I, for, I forgot the name, but... Yeah, I know who you meant. Dude. I know who you meant. Yeah, yeah Donna's it's, fucking dead. It's the same fucking dude. It's crazy. He was born in 1954, so he was like 30-something by... Or no, no, no. Because this movie was, what, 80... 81. Yeah. 27. So, yeah, that's crazy. And then, then that 70s show was like nice. He really fucking changed. Yeah, big time. I Not his face you, quite bro, as much. If you never told me that, like, I would have never yeah. fucking known. I, I just, like, randomly thought about it. I was like, yo, wait. Is that fucking Bob from that 70s How? show? How did you even come to that I don't know. Like, I just, you know, because he, he had a lot of these, like, close-up shots on his face. And I just kind of, you know, sort of realized, especially when he smiled, that was the big thing for me. Like, when he smiled, it looks exactly like the same fucking person, you know? Damn, I got to rewatch it. Holy fuck. Yeah, I know. It's it's pretty crazy. Um, but, yeah, overall, enjoyed the film. Um, but yeah, now, we're gonna, now we're going to move on to uh, our, our main discussion here. And, uh, you know, the thing that I think, technologically speaking, we need to talk about the most is uh, Unfriended Dark Web. We just saw it last weekend, and we're going to give you guys a review. It's been like a week, so I feel like, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, you're probably not going to go see it. So you probably are not that interested in this review anyway, so I'm just going to fucking give spoilers. I don't really care. Yeah, I don't give a shit. So, um, right off the bat, I'm going to say... That was a weird ass day. We had a really super weird experience. Oh man, we got to talk the about this. So the we were on our way to the movie theater, right? Barnabas is driving, and uh, we stop at a red light, and we're waiting. We're waiting. It turns green, and there's just ten seconds of like silence. No cars were moving. No one was doing anything. So he starts beeping. He yeah. beeps like five times. It was silent for another ten seconds, and then everybody passed. There was no emergency vehicles. No cars yeah. were near us. It was just like... Nobody running across the crosswalk nobody. or anything. It was just 
uh, so it was just that was just a yeah. weird ass day I, I already felt uneasy after that yeah <laughs> it was weird i was already paranoid walking into the movie theater trying to get those nachos and yeah. sit the fuck down before we can watch this and shit then, and then we fucking watched this movie about you know this like dark web syndicate <laughs> that just fucking kills people and it makes videos I out think of it's it. an interesting idea because yeah. I mean have you seen the first unfriended or no it's still not yet not yet but I know that it's this more like paranormal thing oh yeah but still like you know same same general like <laughs> I, yeah. I don't even want to say cinematography the whole movie is a computer screen yeah yeah that was my biggest thing about it I mean I think that these films you know are, are certainly a niche you know but yeah, they're really weird to like even think about as movies almost. Yeah, it and that's why like I can't really judge like a lot of the the elements of it as I normally would a film. You know? Honestly, it's not saying that this is a bad thing, but this seemed like it belonged on YouTube and not oh, yeah, in a movie theater. Definitely. definitely, they're gonna make a shit ton of money though because oh, yeah. I think that's like the thing people are trying to really really focus on nowadays, like the dark web and like technology mm-hmm. and like it kind of all stems from. Like, we go from technological depersonalization to, like, fucking now how technology can be used to track us and kill us. Right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, this whole... The, I mean, the whole theme about this movie was, like, being careful with, you know, b- what you do on the internet, basically. It's basically don't steal. Also that, yeah. That... Oh, my God. Dude, that part was so fucking stupid. Oh, my Laptop, God. Laptop... So, look, laptops are not that expensive now. <laughs> and if you are, like, a good guy looking for a laptop to, like, make you know something for your girlfriend like an app or whatever on why the fuck would you steal a laptop not knowing what's on it whose it is you know what if you stole like an assassin's laptop you, you just get sniped in the head yeah for real like that's broke, so fucking stupid broke ass bitch he should have just yeah, bought his own fucking laptop from the start yeah he had an apartment and everything he could have he could have bought like a 300 dollars laptop or something and and did his shit on that i you mean know? like bro like I don't know. He he like stole it, and but like he like he works at the place. Oh yeah, something, he works something at like the that, place right? in the lost and f- he got it from the lost and found of the place where he works at. Oh yeah, he just jacked it. Yeah, but here's so the stupid. thing: he, he he didn't really steal the laptop. It was left for him to find because people just wanted to mm-hmm. to kill him on a reality show. They randomly chose him. Not a reality show, a dark web like yeah. You know, like, it's such a strange thing for him to assume that he would just steal it, and it, literally his whole reasoning behind it was like. Oh well, we knew that your laptop broke, and you needed a laptop to develop this app for uh, your deaf girlfriend. Like, what? Yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. You have to have like mind controlled him. Like that's such a weird thing to assume somebody had, would do. You, you had know? to have hacked his shit and watched yeah. him and since he met that chick. Like, right, exactly. And then you know he he says something like, "Oh man, I really need a laptop so bad I could kill for you know or yes. some shit like that." Like, <laughs> so fucking stupid. Fuck? It was unrealistic yeah. as fuck, especially yeah, really with really the whole was. like, like the guys like like every like the dude in the UK and everywhere getting oh, traced. Yeah. They're like, he's in the UK, he's like, fine. Like, this whole worldwide Cause, Yeah, because as something. if the dark web was just, you know, in America, you know, like... Yeah. Like, You're be, you'll be fine, bro, and then he's, like, uh, hanging. Honestly, the most realistic part about that entire movie was the swatting kill. Yo, I just thought of something. Hmm. How are... Did the guy that hang himself, did he write a suicide note? Well, not that hung himself, that they hung? Because if not, how, know, are they, how are they going to explain that, like, the dude that they killed at the end with the car mm-hmm. was responsible for everything? How's he going to go to the UK? They, and- they probably did. It just didn't feel, like, necessary to show it, I guess, you know? Like, that's such an afterthought, I feel like. Like, yeah, they just, they, they killed him. That That's all you really need to know, you know? I don't know. It was, like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like, 
I enjoyed it, but yeah. there was problems with it. <laughs> like, oh yeah, for sure. One, I mean, the acting. Yeah, the that, acting that, was like subpar to like fucking. Are you afraid of the dark? Yeah, honestly. Well, here's my thing though. I think the acting was the best part of it because all the other parts of it are are not. You can't really say anything about them because it's a fucking computer screen like you know screen recording movie you know so the acting was like the only thing we could really look at besides the computer effects that were all done on a fucking computer so it's not really something to like that was impressive don't get me wrong you know i don't know if i could put something like that together with all the you know extra like special effects that they have like cgi and shit but I just didn't like the, the. I mean, the, I didn't like. I, I didn't like the twist. Oh, we wanted you to find this laptop. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. And then like the guy who said, "Yo, if if they find out you stole my laptop, they're gonna have my ass." But like in the meantime, that, oh, yeah. that never was real. I really, w- I really wish it was though. I feel like that would be more interesting. It would be because then they'd be going after him and shit too, and then you know they'd have to like work together almost or something. Like I feel like that would be more interesting than just copping out and being like, "Ha we were on you know on you the whole time." Like that's. I don't know. It just and feels kind of cheap the, to me. And at the end of the movie, like, his deaf girlfriend gets, like, snuck up on in a warehouse or yeah. whatever. Yeah, it's basically, like, you know, if Anonymous were were killers. Exactly. But also, uh, the, yeah, the whole, like, girlfriend part, literally the only reasoning behind her being deaf was the end where we see, you know, her not being able to hear uh, somebody behind her and then she gets clocked or whatever. Yeah. Uh, there was really no other point. I mean, you know, the guy obviously took the laptop because he was trying to do something uh for her basically so they could communicate better but th- that just felt so cheap like why even make her deaf just just learn fucking sign yeah. language and stop being a fucking douchebag <laughs> right exactly he she even told this guy like you didn't even go to the classes he's like yes i, I went first to the one. first one and i was like right. this sucks like what kind of yeah. a douchebag are you yeah then it, it's your own fault you know so i don't know that, that, was, that was kind of a weird part to me to even include but there was a lot of uh there were a lot of you know challenging creative decisions i feel like like you know stuff that they just sh- should have thought about maybe a little bit more to make things more concise especially because this film was supposed to be you know slightly more realistic than you know the first one obviously but i don't know that that's that's just how i feel about that but overall the acting was meh very average but there wasn't really any cinematography to talk about there wasn't really a fucking score because it was all just computer, computer yeah, it was like, noises. It was like watching know? a real life, just people yeah. getting... It was like a snuff film. Basically. I mean, the, the, I feel like the cool thing about it almost was that it did kind of take place in real time, which uh, is always kind of an interesting concept to me personally. Yeah, I, it all happened like within the span of an hour and a half. They all just got yeah. fucking brutalized. Yeah, so that part was kind of interesting. Um, it would have been weird if it oh was Oh, yeah, guys, by else, the way, uh, this is also another No Hope movie. Yeah, that was dumb. I re- like, I read some of the um, reactions on Reddit to this movie, and a lot of people were mentioning that, that, you know, basically uh, th- there wasn't really any, like, fighting back on the part of the protagonist. Like, every minute, basically, it just got progressively worse for them. So I even fucking watched the movie. If there's never any sense of, of hope for the protagonist, like, yeah, that's kind of stupid. Like, at least have some hope and then they get killed. Like, they come yeah. close to surviving, I guess. That's still kind of bad because, like, you kind of know they're all going to die. Yeah. Cause, like, uh, they should have turned it around and have that dude, that dude from the UK, 
Like at the end of the movie, he should yeah. like pulled himself down from the. I thought he was going to be like the main hero. No, I wanted to him for him to like pull himself down off the noose and show that it's fake and that he's behind all oh, of it. Oh like, shit, that, that would have been crazy. That should have been like alternate ending or some shit. That's like some monster project shit. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, that would have been cool. Um, so, oh, speaking of which, I don't know if you actually knew this, but apparently the film was supposed to have two alternate endings. Really? Yeah. So the one that we saw with him getting hit by the car at the end some people saw something else and i th- i think if i recall correctly the other ending was that when he uh you know gets called and he like goes out to look for her like he leaves his computer and shit it turns out that they like kidnap him or something they like knock him out and they like bury him alive and then he's still on his phone though so what he sees is his girlfriend walking somewhere and then she ends up being right on top of where he's buried but she can't hear him or anything like she doesn't know you know what's going on so it just ends with him like being buried alive or something and dying she, or some she, shit like she that. made it <laughs> yeah i don't i think she survives the other one too but yeah so that's the that's the ending i kind of liked ours better because honestly when that happened to me in the theater i was like oh shit you know because it kind of came you know, out that of nowhere. reminds me like what they wanted to you know what they wanted to do with halloween resurrection they were going to mm. release three endings and release oh. them at different movie theaters and not tell anyone where like was different releases oh yeah so that's what that kind of reminded me of yeah that that's not if they really if that really happened mm-hmm. like did, yeah it did for real holy shit so yeah that's probably the coolest thing about this movie although it still doesn't really matter since they all fucking die anyway yeah except the girlfriend like that's it yeah, it's kind of stupid even in other like no hope ending type movies there's usually at least some kind of like you know uh, a struggle and you know the good guy maybe gets the upper hand or something or we feel like they might you know escape alive or some shit but this movie it, it doesn't have that literally the whole movie just feels like a punishment you know like this yeah. is what happens if you fucking you know steal shit and get involved with some like dark web shit because he did end up opening all that stuff up oh, yeah. he could have easily just signed out of those accounts like fucking you know disabled facebook notifications he didn't have to deal with it and he was just messaging like the yeah the other dudes that yeah he kind of brought it on himself like it was it was kind of his own fault you know like he didn't need to do all that yeah so, i don't know i think uh they could have they could have went many ways with this movie yeah seems like seems like a miss to me like almost i think so i mean yeah like like you said you you, you still enjoyed it overall i still enjoyed watching it but oh yeah it's fun to watch yeah but it was honestly it was kind of like a non-movie to me so Same. i ended up giving it a six out of ten I was going to give it, like, a fucking 7 out of 10. I was going to be yeah. generous because, like, it didn't, like, uh, have any, like, cliches, really. Like, not too yeah. many. Right. Besides the whole everyone dies. Right. That's yeah. cliche. Really cliche at this point, mm-hmm. no. Especially with these kind of movies. You know? Because it's, like, as soon as a fucking computer gets involved, everybody just has to die. Like, they can't do anything about it, you know? Yeah. It's kind of weird. But, yeah. No, I have to be honest with my rating. It was a 6 out of 10. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen the first Unfriended, you don't really have to. I guess I would say if you're still in the market to see, you know, like a movie this weekend or something or like next weekend or whatever, this this is probably a pretty good one to go see um, just because it's kind of a cool theater experience. I mean, seeing that all like, you know, on the on the huge screen is, is kind of cool, but it kind of felt out of place a little bit yeah i agree fully i don't know I just, it just seemed like it should have been like a straight to netflix thing you know yeah kind of i agree either straight to netflix straight to hulu web series or like mm-hmm. something to do with like youtube i think i think it was just because the uh 
the original like exceeded expectations a lot because it was made on like a really small budget and so was this one and uh, I think the first film grossed like way more than its budget or something so you know something like that the you know investors want to see more money studios want to see more money so they fucking sign on for a, for a sequel it doesn't really matter you know what movie it is or anything so they're probably gonna end up making a third one because i'm sure this one will do pretty well too because you know it's definitely like a casual movie to go see you yeah. know it doesn't it's not gonna make you like really think or anything like that even though i think it's kind of intended to but anyway um i think that's a, that's a pretty I think good it's just uh, trying to, i think it's just meant to make people paranoid yeah like hey you know protect yourself online better <laughs> you know don't just use fucking uh some some free antivirus <laughs> software or whatever you yeah know, like, like actually think about what you're doing online um but anyway i think uh it's a good segue to move on to our final segment of the episode the chopping block and this week's chopping block is about a uh, cool new movie called Mom and Dad. It's on Hulu. Yep, you can go check it out on Hulu. Um, it, I think it was like fairly recently released because it's still a new film. Uh, it's directed by Brian Taylor, starring none other than perhaps the greatest psychologically insane actor to ever grace the, the screen. <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Yeah, I believed him when he was losing his shit. Yeah. I think he fucking probably really is like that. Like, who else wants to steal the Declaration of Independence? You yeah, know? <laughs> I agree. But uh, he was uh, great in this film, I feel like. Uh, Selma Blair was good, too. And then we had Ann Winters and Zachary Arthur rounding out the this family who uh, is basically affected by this completely, like, unknown fucking weird thing that's happening where all the parents are, like, trying to kill their kids. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I don't think I've I've seen. Uh, yeah, I've never seen a movie like this. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I have. Well, weren't there other like mom and dad type movies where they wanted to like kill their kids or something? I don't. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I I don't know. I think there was one called like Mum and Dad or something like that. But anyway, yeah, I feel like this is a. I mean, this is the first like one with like big actors in it. Oh yeah. Yeah, I feel like. Oh, I still feel like it's it's definitely a pretty unique concept because um, basically they come off like zombies almost like but it's not really explained what's going on yeah it's just some sort of something's in the air yeah that's making parents want to kill people who are genetically similar mm-hmm. to them and i think it's actually um the, the whole reason that this they is kind of they kind of explained it like you know when cats just kill their kid sometimes and shit like that like yeah he was trying to to explain it kind of but i think um there was something mentioned that it was, it was probably the the static of the tv screens that was causing it or something like that but it still was able to spread so yeah it's not really super explained um but that's not really going to take away from the movie because you know it's definitely supposed to make you kind of assume or try to figure out what the whole like thing is behind what's happening because it's definitely not supernatural it's it doesn't seem like it though yeah at least it doesn't seem like it it seems like something something triggered this reaction right because they seem completely like themselves other than the fact that they just want to kill their kids right yeah and like I, nothing differs in their personality otherwise it was it was pretty cool though because it, it was definitely like an isolated film but then we had uh multiple parts where we would see you know just like a tv screen basically and it was like news from around the world or something 
and uh, it was just like reporters and they were showing this footage of, of you know parents attacking their kids but they were talking about it and they were having these like panels and shit and one guy was like you know um, oh when, when, you know when people want to um, like it wouldn't be surprising if somebody was able to like create or like alter this like I don't know something inside of our bodies to you know make us want to not protect our children but instead hurt them yeah you like in like you get this instead of like that uh yo is my kid okay you yeah. get like yo where's my kid so like, i can choke him like, like that instinct that yeah. natural instinct right you have the natural instinct to kill them rather than to right. provide and protect so it kind, of, it kind of implies that it might be something man-made but it was all just like theories but i, I feel like those uh little you know snippets of that were, were re- actually really cool and they provided this like nice bridge between you know what was actually going on like for us as the viewers like just in this little tiny isolated town right so uh so i I think that was kind of cool it was a cool aspect my favorite part about this film was the sound design actually it was yeah i don't know if you really paid attention to the sound in the film but it was very well done i had my surround sound on so well i mean yeah obviously like it's hard to to tell when you're so focused on the action and what's actually happening on the camera but uh yeah i don't know i was just like really zoned in on the sound and i was like oh my god like this is actually really good like when it got intense it was very intense like it matched that intensity with what was actually happening visually yeah and uh the actual like score was also just like really solid i don't know it was kind of 80s almost yeah i like the score it it did seem the movie seemed like even though it was modern like it had that retro feel to it you know small small white collar towns shit's going down like it was like like stephen king's it you know like it was just like like you said the isolated incident like not even isolated but like our, our primary focus was on just one one of these like you know mm. families it wasn't on like for the, the most part yeah. yeah it wasn't like really like about every single like we didn't focus on like five different families mm-hmm. and like how they went about you know defending themselves or killing yeah people or you know what i'm saying like, although there were you know multiple scenes of actual like m- like masses of people being affected by it but it wasn't like super prevalent like it was filler yeah. almost you know but it kind of gave us this like greater understanding of what was actually happening in the world yeah and but then we were like able to focus on this family which was kind of cool yeah but uh i thought i thought so i thought it was really effective actually and uh nicholas cage was definitely the standout i feel like dude his fucking acting was he should get a it, fucking oscar nomination wanna, it wasn't for over that. The, it wasn't it wasn't over the top it, i mean it was over the top for yeah. a regular person like if a regular person acts like that oh yeah the acting was he acted perfect as an over the top person that's what yeah. i meant to say no i completely i know exactly what you mean yeah like as nicholas cage you would expect it you know it's like damn i love nicholas cage not yeah. like if fucking uh i don't know any name any actor like bradley cooper or something was doing it yeah you'd it would be like what the fuck is wrong with him yeah <laughs> you you'd, you'd think he's out of it but with yeah. nicholas cage like i mean no offense to him he looks like he's gonna snap one of these days from all those <laughs> yeah. fucking national treasure films he did yeah, like right. he just had enough of that shit but you could put him in any role and i think he does really well oh yeah i mean i don't i've never seen him like I mean, in a bad role. Yeah, you saw that trailer for Mandy, right? Like mm-hmm. that looks yeah. dope. Like he that looks, looks really good in that movie. I'm gonna be rooting for him. He's gonna get fucked yeah. up though. That's what's gonna suck. But I but think he, he doesn't every. Win. That's the thing with him. Like he's he's always like enduring something in oh, every yeah. movie that he's in. Like there's there's always a very it's it's never like a simplistic struggle either. He always has to like fucking he like find the treasure. Or, right. <laughs> or, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not like shit that we would have to ever worry about. Yeah. 
like evading the government and one he's exactly. like hunting a cult in one like what the fuck <laughs> like what is this guy getting into you know yeah and uh Selma Blair was pretty good too but she was kind of an afterthought you know behind Nicolas Cage I mean it was really like his performance just completely stole the show um and we only got to see it you know like that portion of his character I guess for like a limited time but it was really good yeah the whole like basement scene was excellent like that was <laughs> was probably the best part of the movie that you was know, his, that his was monologue basically I, I liked when he when he when he snapped when he used to, yeah. when he was talking about his youth and shit like <laughs> right <laughs> yeah it was uh it was really good it the, wasn't horror though don't don't get us this was a, well this was a thriller movie yeah I don't even really want to get into that because horror is like so broad now but yeah I, I feel like you could find ways to label it as horror but yeah it was definitely more of like this really high intensity thriller because it wasn't even really i mean there were some gory parts but it wasn't crazy or anything so it was just really like odd to think about what was happening like that was really kind of it you know yeah i agree but um yeah i don't know it, right now it has a 74 percent on rotten tomatoes that's pretty good that's pretty good those old fucks aren't so yeah. fucking jaded no yeah it's it's a really unique concept so i completely understand why it would be split as to like people liking it or not because i've heard a lot of people say it's stupid but i really enjoyed it so for me this movie is not chopped and uh, what's your verdict semi yeah it's not chopped for me either but i'd like to see a follow-up because the ending they kind of just left it at like a cliffhanger yeah the ending was the worst part and i don't want to spoil anything about it but i think everybody kind of agrees that it was the worst part uh because it wasn't even i mean you know it wasn't really even that much of a cliffhanger it just felt like this weird cop-out that was trying to be like clever and edgy and just ended up confusing everybody like literally you know how you know there's some endings in horror movies and like psychological thrillers and shit that you're like what the fuck just happened that was stupid and then somebody explains it to you and you're like oh okay yeah but like, this one was just kind of like eh, it felt i don't know it just felt like unfinished yeah like like it like really the, did like the camera ran out of battery at that point and they were just like exactly. it's good enough yeah just throw it in there <laughs> you know like fuck it nick we don't even need you to say anything ever again we're right. not even gonna make a sequel yeah <laughs> like that's it we're, we're done. never gonna explain this it's like i didn't fit you in. know what they should leave it like that fuck it i'll change my mind leave it like that make it yeah. its own movie then make people wonder what the fuck was that like for like the next 40 years right yeah everybody's gonna be talking about it like pull what my, pull, pull, pull do what john carpenter didn't <laughs> like he sold the rights to rick rosenthal and continued halloween don't sell your, your, the rights to right. this movie to Rick Rosenthal. <laughs> don't sell <laughs> the rights to, Rick to him Rosenthal. specifically. <laughs> yeah, no, don't sell them to anybody. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, I think it's fine. I, leave I mean, it. Leave it. It had a shitty ending, but other than that, it was a good film, and I think that that's what people need to just remember it as. We really don't. It. We really don't need to expand upon this with eighteen more sequels. Right. Yeah. Um, because eventually it's going to be like everyone's in Washington D.C. and they're trying to find the <laughs> cure. Like, fuck that. Right eventually there's just going to be a zombie thing where it's like oh if you don't have uh if you don't have a dad then he rises out of the grave and comes to get you yeah. or some shit like that and then there's going to be one in space like i don't want to see all that you know Nick, well, actually Nick, i did i did see a movie where kids attack where where parents attack their kids uh -huh. pet cemetery too okay yeah i mean that that makes sense i mean it's definitely more of like a supernatural element yeah this one definitely was like explicit this, this one, one was you like either know. a bug or some sort of frequency that yeah that was bothering these some kind of biological weapon or some shit you know i don't know but uh yeah overall 
I think you should definitely go check it out if you're looking for a, a cool movie. If you're looking for something that's like super gory or like, you know, has these crazy supernatural elements or something, this probably is not the one for you. But I think it's a it, it's a pretty good like family horror movie, if that makes any sense. Yeah, you know? I agree. Like it's it's you know, it takes place in this small town, shit just goes crazy, and then we're focused on these kids. You don't really end up caring about the kids like at all. But it, it's still a cool progression, and I think the the whole like family element in this house is good. honestly. I thought the mom was going to be able to overcome because she knew yeah. she knew what was going on, but she still went back to her house to try it and like right because she was still experiencing that natural instinct of trying to pr- protect them even. She, but yeah, she probably knew that she was just going to turn, so it was kind of stupid, honestly. I agree. That's that's kind of what she did it. Just, like, why'd you go back if you knew you wanted to kill them? Yeah. To make, I mean, sure, when, to when, make sure my husband wasn't killing them and if he needed my help, I was going to help him kill them. Like, what? Yeah, I mean, wouldn't it seem like she would have just gone back anyway, though? Because it looks like they just, like, seek their kids out no matter what. Yeah, Like, they of. just find them and they just have to kill them, so I don't know. Uh, anyway, there were there were definitely some holes in the movie, um, but I feel like you know all the good parts kind of make up for that. So, yeah, if you have Hulu, if you're looking for a movie to check out, go see Mom and Dad, and let us know what you think. Uh, hopefully, you enjoy it. I would imagine that you know all of our like not chopped recommendations, people have enjoyed. Um, but yeah, let us know what you think. And that's that's really all I have for for mom and dad. Yeah, that's, that's all I have too. I mean, it was it was a well put together movie. The cinematography was great. The score mm. was outstanding. Yeah. The acting from Nicolas Cage was fucking phenomenal. Mm. But the ending was blah. So I give it an eight out of ten. Yeah, I think that's fair. I would I would probably give it like an eight, eight and a half, something like that. I think I think eight is pretty well. Yeah. So it's pretty fair. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, it's a B minus because it's not like a masterpiece or anything. And I wouldn't even say it's, like, very, very, very good. No, it's good. Yeah, it is good. Like, the first time you watch it, you're going to be very intrigued, and you're going to be, like, going, what the fuck, like, a lot. But uh, I don't know if it really has, like, a ton of rewatch potential. So mm, I don't I don't think. Yeah, so I think that's why 8 out of 10 is good. That's what kind of determines how great a movie is to me, mm-hmm. like, the rewatch potential. Like, yeah. if it doesn't, that's automatically, like, you know, minus one point for me. Yeah. Yeah, I give a lot of movies, like, you know four out of five stars just because i don't know if i would watch them again but you know for what it was it was it was pretty good so uh yeah like i said let us know what you guys think and i think that's pretty much going to wrap it up here we should be back with a new episode in just a few days uh but until then you can go check out all of our other stuff at our social media and you can do so on facebook instagram and twitter just search grave discussions you'll find us we're the only ones yeah this is an original name yes and uh hopefully we'll have like a website at some point soon so that should be like grave discussions dot whatever uh so just keep an eye out follow us and then you'll you'll be able to know all that stuff and we'll see you next week guys on grave discussions <laughs>